Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Okay, so we were just talking about it. It's still snowing upstate because as a time of recording, it's spring, but still winter on and on us, and that's whatever it is. But I was just up in Connecticut. Uh, I went to see Sponge. Mm-hmm. Mm, what a great band, everyone. I know, I saw the... Uh... <laughs> that rare picture, a rarefied picture where they all get come together in one shot. <laughs> uh, and they had said, they drove in from Michigan, that they drove through a bunch of snow. And I said, oh, it's probably Lake Snow, like Lake Erie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ew. Because I know Chicago's, Chicago is still windy and snowing a little bit. Not as much as it was in the winter, but they still have snow. I feel like that's the story of Chicago, like in August as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always cold. It's always windy. That's why it's the windy city, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we could be up in Canada. Uh, I guess that was cold. Disagreeable. It's, it's not that I don't like the cold. So here's the thing. I will go hiking in snow and, and climbing and ice climbing and like all of those things. Uh, so snow is fine in those settings, but like city and suburb snow sucks. It's dirty. It's inconvenient. It makes you feel sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got a new phone. So okay, like I got a new phone. I, I'm not. I'm not on Apple anymore. I'm, oh, good. I'm an Android person. Because <laughs> yeah, Apple sucks about it. It's so much better. I know. Apple people won't hear it. They won't hear of it. Yeah, I know. They're like, oh no, Apple's better. I'm like, no, this is this is better. This is better. It's not better. The cameras are better. The audio is better. Everything about it is a little bit better. Yeah. The internet is better. The internet's a little bit better. Yeah, I got five, I got my five G. But that's the I guess that's the argument for Apple is that like every device is the same device, but every Android device is not the same device because my phone is a steaming pile of shit but that's because i got like it's a samsung but it might as well be like a no frills samsung phone so like <laughs> i just i love it i've been chasing the dragon of a no, different this- phone an asus which they had at verizon but mostly it's a european model so i'm gonna have to buy yeah, this is the one i have the one i have is the european model i'm gonna have to get the european model because the one they had, I'm not, I'm on T-Mobile now. Uh, the Verizon one doesn't transfer over to T-Mobile because of like whatever yeah, software because they it have, has hardware. The, uh, yeah, it still uses the uh, CDMA, which is like old style stuff. Because mm. everyone else uses uh, GSM, which right. is like the standard for like the world now. And we're just backward. We call it freedom frequency. And that's what <laughs> our cell phones are on. <laughs> that is my favorite part of like every international dig here is is dropping in the word freedom or eagle or like whatever somebody said that they had to go like i don't know six thousand like kilometers or whatever and they were like or three thousand freedom miles if you will (laughs) i was like this is my favorite thing that they do us no i like i like that too but sometimes it is annoying 
because when I came up here, I knew everything in, in metric and I had to like convert in my mind. Like, wait, what are it? Why are you guys still using inches? I know. And I'm like 12 years old and I'm like 12 years old. And I'm like, why are you guys still using inches? Everyone else uses like meters and centimeters and all that stuff. So do you remember in college where the sci-fi club office was at the student yeah. union? So across the hall from us, there was like a door that was never open. The Dozenal Society. The Dozenal Society. Well, it was open one day while I was walking by and they got me. They like pinned me down and I was like, I don't want this. What is this? And they're like, do you know why 12 is better than 10? I'm like, it's not. It's just not. <laughs> it's not. It's everything is easier in 10. Trust me. They got me for, like for 45 minutes. It was like getting caught by like a torturer. They were like, oh, I hope you're ready for this torture. I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm high. I want to leave. <laughs> no, it's like when I was walking around 42nd Street and I got trapped by a Scientologist. No. And they tried to convert me. I've never been trapped by a Scientologist. Although as a child, I got caught by a Jehovah's Witness once. <laughs> Well, everybody does because they show up at your door. Not anymore. Now I get letters in Spanish from Wine Ditch. I think they're just making the the last name connection. And they're like, Spanish last name probably speaks Spanish. They're wrong. Neither of us do. (laughs) Is is there Portuguese you guys are? Probably. I don't know why anybody's being Jehovah's Witness. Sorry for any Jehovah's Witnesses we have, but it's limited seating in their afterlife. And it's 144,000 and then that's it. Yeah, it's like the Mormons. I can't follow limited seating. I want guaranteed seating. <laughs> well, you have to be a um, Jehovah's Witness for that. But no, because 144,000, that's the cap. There's more than well, you better, you better 144,000 do... Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, but the whole, the whole thing is like you have to be specially chosen. I know. I don't want to be specially chosen. I would like to buy my seats now, please. And then when I get to the gate, I don't want to be like, sorry, venue's full. I don't want to hear sorry, venue's full. I only want to hear this way, ma'am. So what was your opinion on the slap heard around the world? Oh, who cares? It looks half staged, half not staged. I think. Uh, I thought it was staged. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was staged. And then like. I saw all the reaction from it and stuff, and his reaction was kind of like, I'm like, this is the stage. Maybe maybe Chris Rock just doesn't give a shit. He's like, ooh, it's mad. Oh, no, he gives a shit. He just, he just didn't want to, like, because you saw in his face when he got slapped, he was like, I could have just, he said, I could have just, you know what, whatever, let the show go on. Yeah, this is fine. Everything's going great, <laughs> as planned. Because somebody at work was like, oh my God, shouldn't Chris Rock be so embarrassed that a man slapped him or whatever? And I'm like, no, shouldn't, shouldn't Will Smith be so embarrassed that he couldn't handle, not e- like just some, maybe it's not a good joke, but uh, just a joke. Uh, he couldn't handle it and he had to get out of his seat and cause a physical altercation because he couldn't control yeah. himself. I'm like, that's more embarrassing. If I were Jada, he- I'd be mortified. <laughs> I'd be more mortified from the slap than the joke. Yeah, he's been there before too, so he knows that everybody gets roasted at these events. And it wasn't. It's not like they were it wasn't like, him. oh, you have alopecia, so 
fuck you or anything or you're a whore or whatever like it was just yeah like seriously it was a whatever flip joke and then and then he took it but he laughed at first and then saw her face and then was like oh now i'm mad and i was like i'm not yucking anyone's yum because i'm pretty sure the reason will smith didn't freak out about a younger lover in the family is because he wanted her there and wanted him there because that's a thing them oh yeah <laughs> and that's a thing for a lot of people they want a third party they like uh cuckolding or they like uh he might be involved with he in some capacity in that kind of arrangement maybe they're swingers you know you just you can never tell what somebody's yum is going to be and they're like why aren't you mad about it he's like it's fine it's, it's my thing it's man. hard to explain that thing to the public that doesn't want to hear that you have like an alternative activity in your bedroom or outside of your bedroom yeah, but that's okay. But the alopecia is where you draw the line, really. That's what I mean. I'm like, you couldn't, you had to, people expected you to act a certain way when that information came out and you acted nothing at all, but like one G.I. Jane joke and that's it. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm like, that means either he got mad because he saw his wife's feelings were hurt. And it also means that he likes that younger guy being in the family dynamic. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have freaked out about that. But he doesn't freak out about that. And I'm like, oh, that's because that's an arrangement. That is for fun. And nobody wants to hear that it's for fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. But, you know, whatever. You know, that's up to you. I can't. I don't do that in my head because not out of any jealousy. I just can't imagine that if I'm annoyed with one person, putting a third person in the way is going to be an improvement just gonna be more terrible i'll be like ugh, i hate now i don't just hate one of you i hate all of you so please yeah i personally would have slapped i would have pulled him to the side and be like look man my wife has alopecia she didn't appreciate the joke oh yeah i wouldn't have done i'm too i'm what a weenie i know it looks like and i threatened to do so but boy are those just threats because this guy yeah Oh, no. <laughs> I know when we were in college, yeah. people were like, Teresa will kick your ass. I'm like, that could be further than the truth. <laughs> Teresa will not kick your ass. <laughs> impossible. It's physically impossible for me to kick your ass. <laughs> but I look like I might kick your ass. <laughs> All right, I don't have any reason. <laughs> we watched season five, episode 17, Fail Safe. Are you ready to come to grips with some filler episodes? <laughs> AKA don't want to miss a thing. Oh my God. Oh, that's. Because <laughs> the asteroid. <laughs> oh boy. So this opens up on a trailer boy and his dog and they see something in the telescope. Do you think the writers of Don't Look Up were Stargate fans? I think so. <laughs> this is uh, 20 years earlier, but it's, I was like, oh, I just watched a movie that's similar to this. <laughs> uh, but then we don't do any prayers in this episode to stuff, which is my favorite part of that movie. Jonah Hill's like, let's, let's give some prayers to awesome stuff. <laughs> that movie was very funny. Uh, 
he's telling someone on the phone that he sees something in the telescope and uh, black cars roll up, which is bad. Always. Mm-hmm. It is forever bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Which is pretty much how Armageddon started out. Oh, <laughs> you know, like everybody saw something, and then black cars roll. <laughs> Does uh, Armageddon get made before or after this? Oh no, Armageddon is made before this. Oh, okay. So maybe drawing inspiration. Um, Sam can't believe they even found such an object, and it's huge, and will be at Earth in eleven days, sixteen hours. So this is definitely like later they'll say that it's the the ghouls have like I don't know gently nudged an asteroid in our general direction. They're really cunning with like how. Sorry, I think it was like his apocalypse did it. They they mentioned. <clears throat> oh maybe. Oh that guy I don't like. That guy super <laughs> fucking hate. I super hate that guy. We have to switch legs for this one. Um, they ask the Asgard for help and they say no. <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> like, uh, no. Jack's real domestic. Like, Jack, I think, comes at it all wrong when he's asking the Asgard for help. He's like, can you guys help us with this problem? Like, we can't. And he's like, fuck you, fuck your mom. Oh my god, I shouldn't say this. This is a children's show. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, he says all of this. He, uh, he like curses their mom and curses their whole family. And he's like a pox on you and jihad on you. And, and I'm like, that's no way to ask for favors, man. When they tell you no, you should pitch them an idea. From an, from an advanced race that can wipe you out. Be like, that's not, that's not a good response to, I'm sorry to help you in this situation. <laughs> do, not, do not curse upon them. Well, I mean, I, I kind of sympathize with Jack because it's like, dude, we can't stop this. Can you help us? And they're like, eh, no, no. It'll just violate the treaty. I'm like, but can you help us? Right. So they're like, no, because of the treaty. But like, uh, is Jack out there just doing war crimes? Because he's like, ah, the Geneva Convention's just a piece of paper. Can't I just do this anyway? Can't the Asgard just do this anyway? No, they cannot. Otherwise, they're going to bring the ghouls to their front door and they got replicator problems. They don't have time for cool yeah. problems. They don't need a second infestation in their area. <laughs> I think it's more along the lines of they were like, you know what, you can solve your own problems. Also, yeah. Also, grow up already. Get out of the nest. <laughs> you weren't even supposed to know about us yet. How about that? Yeah, and you got nosy and you found us, so. Uh, you clearly have potential. They just, So, back on Earth, they decide they're going to fix up the crashed school chip from wherever they crashed one, like two episodes ago. Uh, Ravana, I think they called it. Uh, at the Alpha site, they're putting Jack in charge just in case, because they're going to evacuate only the most important, which is a little, how do you pick who goes kind of scenario. Oh, no, they picked already. They've been picking. That's so crazy, because like, what are you going to do? Save the president? Don't save the United States president. He's a dipshit. Don't, not just our president or the previous president or any of them. Well, you need leaders. Are they really leading? <laughs> I mean, 
We had a leader. They have like the illusion of leading. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have the illusion of leading. So they have, you know, experience leading men mm. and women. And one woman that they sent over there because they didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Anyway, don't pick those uh, jabronis. Leave all the Richies behind. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Being rich won't help anybody on the new world for farming and carpentry and plumbing and stuff like that. No, but you do need you do need some kind of monetary system. So you would need like an economist or something. You don't need that. You don't need money. Money is yeah, you thing. do. No, you don't. You need nothing. If we if we started how would you regulate trade then you trade within the community so your goat i need a goat i have a lot of wheat and we trade that wheat that's how it worked for tens of thousands of years it's they didn't invent paper for money no it doesn't have to be paper money it could be some kind of monetary system like hey i have this this is worth two let's say this is worth two Nah, you don't need to get yeah, you do. the imaginary worth of a piece of paper. That's what <laughs> no, you do. You, I think you do. To have a functional society, if you want to rebuild a functional society, you need some kind of commerce. They don't have money on all the planets they go to. They, it's like, here's two oxen for uh, a month's worth of beef or whatever. Because they got cows. Well, you don't, because you, you don't see it. Don't. Because you don't see it. And what, who's <laughs> don't have money. You don't have money. No, you're right. You're not going to see a George. You know, you're right. Nobody's going to pull out a George Washington or Abraham Lincoln and be like, "There you go," and, be like, and make it rain. But, <laughs> but you do need you do need some form of commerce to run a society. Sure, but you don't need money or rich people to do it. No, I didn't say you need rich people. I said you need an economist. No richies. Leave them back. They they don't offer any. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's going to happen regardless. Oh, when we get to the new planet that we infest, mm -hmm. we'll be infesting another planet. <laughs> Not yeah. in our lifetime, but. And any any indigenous people to that planet were like, oh, they're savages. I know. What the fuck? Don't let us near anything. <laughs> uh, there. Okay, so. Somebody who went on, nope. Where am I? Oh, I lost the page. Okay. I'm they back. just found their ship. Oh, they found their ship and that was with them. Uh, asked where the bathrooms are. And there are bathrooms on ghoul ships. Everyone. Yes, because the ghouls need to use the bathroom. So weird, because they never bring it up until just now. That's true. Everyone, what if they're, not, they're like, oh, we got to move? Do you think Jack's ever like, oh, I better take a dump before we go? I'm, I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. They go into a fixing montage. I miss montages. <laughs> we don't montage enough anymore. Montage. A fixing montage. Uh, some of the guys that fixed the last one are the ones that are fixing this one. Uh, Colonel Davis. No, they, yeah, they fixed they fixed the uh, the prototype. That oh, the one sent that them was into space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like those are you guys. They're like, oh, need to have a little talk. Worked though, didn't it? 
<laughs> Sorry, we didn't. Yeah, I've been like, <laughs> I would have been like, get these guys out of here. I would have been like, get them out of here. I'd be like, don't worry about it, man. How would you know to look for the secret tracking device that was a setup from someone's old master that he coyly slipped in there? They should have known. No, sorry. They should have known better. <laughs> oh, yeah. They should, have done, better. they should have done extensive research. They should have had better intel. They I'm did sorry. their own research on Google and it came back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, SG-1 is almost at the asteroid. Uh, Sam's plan to land and plant a bomb in the Leonids uh, asteroid belt. Mm -hmm. A lot of other asteroids. In the, in, but like, are there, like, I know it's supposed to be like just wall-to-wall -wall asteroids, but I don't think so. Space is so big. It's too big. No, it's been proven that it's there. They have no, telescopes. No, I know it's there, there. but I don't. I just don't feel like, uh, like, they're the asteroids are so close that they're constantly hitting each other. You know what I mean? Oh no, I don't think they're close. I know that's there though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like when Sam's like, "We're gonna land in the Leonids or whatever," and they acted like, "That's fine," but like other asteroids, are, I'm like, they're "Close at all?" I mean, they're close by space standards, but space is so big. <laughs> and my thing about like the whole space thing, they say there's a bunch of space junk around the planet. How come they never encounter space junk? Right. We have like a whole like Saturn ring system of disused satellites. Yeah. <laughs> right. Unbearable. Yeah. And they never, well, I guess they time it right because like they do those calculations. Otherwise our own rockets would just be plowing into old satellites all the time. Yeah, that's some that's some precise timing. It's like uh, Sam gets shocked, like the ship broke or whatever. Something went sour, so she went to go check it out. And she gets electrocuted, and Jack goes, "How's the head?" <laughs> what she should have said was no complaints, but that is not what she. Said. But you think by now they'd figure out the crystal system? I don't know if you could ever really figure out the crystal system. <laughs> I mean, it's only a certain cycle mm. with every ship. It's, it's the same crystal configuration. That's true. Yeah. Like, hmm. I would, I would and think you can't ground yourself, same. Sam, really? Uh, all right. SU-1 is approaching the asteroid too fast. They landed in a crater, which is pretty lucky for them. They're going full Armageddon, full Empire Strikes Back. They're like, get it. Yeah. And it go full Armageddon where it's like, oh, it's com it's composed of iron and some other hard material. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me guess, you can't drill down there? <laughs> Uh, they didn't know it at the time, but that's all Naquita. <laughs> they can drill through in Armageddon. Yeah, the ghoul really went all out for this one. They do go all out. No, no half measures. Let's by the create game. an asteroid. <laughs> right? There's no in between. It's like, let's wipe them out by building a giant asteroid. Really? They didn't have to make one 11 miles wide. 
It would have been totally fine if it was one miles. It still would have destroyed the planet. Yeah, because it's Naquita. And then we would have been even less likely to see it, besides Queens. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's like they went all out, like, let's make it 11 miles wide. I'm, I'm sure somebody in that, that, go, that uh, council was like, why? We already have Naquita. Why are we making it so big? Because, and it was definitely guy I don't like. He was like, and I'm like, ew, 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 ew. And the rest of the ghouls take throats too. And they're like, ooh, yuck. We didn't like that. Whatever you want. Just, whatever. It's fine. Whatever you want. Just just make it how make it however big you want. I don't care. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh. Uh you know, I just find it so funny that you just don't like him. But it's like he doesn't act like that in like everything no, he does. Yeah, the actor is fine. <laughs> it's just that, it's just that character. Yeah, he's just so scummy. <laughs> oh, it's how he well, smears then, his lip and everything. It's so gross. <laughs> well, then he did his job. He really did because I really cannot with that. That that whole character is so. <laughs> They all know about the videotapes too. They act like they don't know, but they do. When they go to like little cool meetings, they're like, you invited the video to It's like, oh man, here comes here comes creepy Z. Creepy Z. You're like, I hope I have a don't go into don't, don't go into any of his bathrooms. Oh. That would be so funny. Oh my god. The inner workings. Like there's a podcast called like Plumbing the Death Star. They talk about like mundane uh like putting in plumbing on the Death Star, like that had to happen. Somebody should think about that. For oh, I'm sure they have plumbing on the Death. Like somebody should think of that about Stargate, like like the mundane things that ghouls have to like get done. Otherwise, like who's gonna do it? They're not gonna do it. They don't know how to turn. Like somebody, like there's a ghoul who's allergic. Yeah. To something, and they have, to, they have to put in like a dehumidifier. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love to hear about that. I would like her, like the expanded universe of like everyday ghouls. Like there are plenty <laughs> of ghouls out there that aren't system lords. Just have to like get on with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. That must be very fun. You just do like everyday mundane thing. Yeah, there's the cost ghoul who's out there being like, it's not the smartest move. It's not cost effective. <laughs> Twenty miles. Should I get two bathrooms or just one? If you do 20 miles on an asteroid, you're really, you're going to eat all the profits out of that. So maybe back down to 11 is the most you can go going into the red. (laughs) 11 is more cost effective and you'll have money for next quarter. You know, that would be best. You'll have an... (laughs) And then it's just like minor, like names, deities, like river deities and stuff like that, like little localized deities. That's all their names. Yeah. All right. Sorry. We're off track now. <laughs> uh, the SGC thinks that uh, SG-1 ship crashed and they died. But there's no information. And they have no faith in them. They have, they have no faith in SG-1 at all. I mean, at this point, you still have no faith in them. Davis never has any faith in them. He's like, fuck it, they're dead. I know, right? And it's like, you've seen you've seen enough to know 
that they can, you know, pull it out at the last second. <laughs> and you still have no faith in them. Yeah, Davis is like, shame on you, Davis. You're going to have to call the president and tell him whatever. And uh, Hammond, Hammond believes, though. Hammond's like, deep down, he's like, one time they went to 1969 and met young me. And so I believe that they would survive a greater crash. They, they left me a note. <laughs> uh, Sam sits it out. Uh, go on the little spacewalk to find out like what's what and teal kiss to Sam because uh, <laughs> I don't know Sam had a bump and has to go have a lie down Sam and Daniel are on a ship oh, okay. what I want to hear their conversation but while, they get... while Jack and Teal are out there like finding out what's what I want to hear like they'll be like how's your dad you know like How's your dad doing? You're like, you dating anyone? Or like, what are we doing? Or she's just sitting there and she's like, so, your ex is a ghoul now, huh? How's that going? Right. Like, what do they talk about? They're like, did you watch whatever, like, Jag or whatever was on at the time? You seen the new X-Files? You know? Uh, That would be, uh, I would love to hear all of that stuff. That would be very funny to me. Um, they have magnet boots in place of gravity because there's so much uh, on an asteroid. I was like, that is a great workaround fact that there's no gravity on asteroids and that they can't fly. Yeah. The answer is always magnet. How did that work? How did that work on Armageddon again? Oh, I don't remember. I think I watched that movie <laughs> once, and I was like, Ugh. I didn't really care. I saw, it, I saw it in theaters, and I thought it was really good, but then subs, after subsequent watchings of it, I was like, this makes absolutely no sense. It's like a romantic drama, you know? Yeah, that was when I realized that Michael Bay isn't really that great. He's like big booms and stuff like that. It's just fine. Some stuff needs big booms. They should bring him in, in as the no. big boom specialist for your movie. Like the end of Harry Potter, the battle over Hogwarts. You know, whoever's directing that be like, I'm going to step aside and let Michael Bay take over this scene. He makes the <laughs> Then there'll be all explosions. Yeah, that's what you. That's what I pictured when I said. I pictured Yeah, but he started... Listen, Mike... Yeah, Michael Bay started off well because he did... Uh, what was it? Uh, Bad Boys, and then he did The Rock, and The Rock was The Rock was a good movie. They were good movies. Yeah. And then I don't know. I think he got too big for his uh his his ego got too big, and he was like, okay, let me make it arm um, again. Oh. Yeah. But there was also another asteroid movie that came out around the same time, Deep Impact. Deep Impact, the sad one. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Where it actually hit. Yeah, it's more like what would happen, isn't it though? <laughs> Mm-hmm. No time here. Absolutely not. <laughs> Tia Leone just dies. Um, yeah. I like the set pieces of the asteroid. It looks like a smooth version of Craters of the Moon, which is a park, a park in Idaho, uh, where it's all like oh. lava and stuff like that, like lava tubes that you can climb into. And it's really an underrated national park in these. And that's what these uh, these craters look like. Now they didn't. I know they did a craters of the moon because I would have recognized it right away. But the set pieces are 
Very cool. They made all of that stuff. I hope they got used out of the flavor. Uh, Sam is checking why the thrusters weren't working correctly, like why they weren't um, they weren't uh, slowing the ship down fast enough before they crashed into the meteor. Uh, Jack and Teal'c put the bomb down and they set it for two hours. You could set it for any hours. Like, what's the max hours set it for that? I think six. So set it for five and a half. You know what I mean? Like set it for like set it for like twenty. Yeah. Like if you have if it's gonna hit if it's if the no way back time is two hours, then fine. Set it for two hours. But if it's more than that, get up as close as you can. Give yourself the maximum amount of time to fuck up. I'm real filthy with yeah, that. Seriously. Set it for like 20 minutes. Who does that? I know. Two hours. That is not enough time. Probably took you an hour to get over there. Yeah. Time goes very quickly. People don't realize. <laughs> Uh, they didn't think they'd be taking meteor hits so soon in their venting atmosphere. See what I mean? Like, where did the other asteroid come from? Space is just so big. There's no way there's another mm -hmm. little asteroid coming around. Well, it's a meteor. Wasn't it a meteor shower that, that hit everything? Even meteor showers, those things are like, it's, space is really, really huge. Douglas Adams and said, space is huge. You think it's a long way down to the chemist, but that's peanuts to space. <laughs> Seriously. I love Douglas Adams. I want to read her check. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's a favorite. Um, that entire series is just a big fan. It is. Dirk Gently is very good, too. It's very odd. He's an odd duck. I loved it. Uh, Sam and Daniel are not responding because they are hiding in the escape pods. Because <laughs> they need oxygen and the escape pods had like a bit of oxygen. Uh, back at the SGC, Hammond's just going to go down with the ship and the ship is planet Earth. Mm -hmm. not he's just going to die. That's right, because right. he believes in, in SG-1. Like rightfully so, but like he's like, I'll, I'll just stay with the ship that I absolutely know SG-1 has got a, under control. I'll be right here. They'll, they'll be back. They'll be back. <laughs> so Jack and Teal fixed the ship. How do they fix the ship with Sam and Daniel in an escape pod? Jack just remembers how they fixed it the first time. I'm pretty sure. Look, I, like I always say, Jack has brains that no one knows about. He's smarter than he lets on. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I'm an idiot until, uh, okay, I don't, I have to drop the charade. I know how to fix it. Don't worry about it. I know how to do this. I understood everything you said, Sam. <laughs> I always do, but I pretend I don't because I think dumbness is cute. Is dumbness cute? No, I think he does it because he didn't. Then he'll probably be like, well, Sam will make him do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a riot. Because uh, he knows what an accretion disk is and he knows some sort of astronomy because he's a, you know, hobbyist. Oh, back on Earth, how has no one else caught? this so like back in alpha when they were sending people over the alpha this is obviously all american 
They didn't tell the Russians. They didn't tell the EU. They didn't tell anybody. And no other space agency on Earth has been like, there's an 11-mile crater coming our way. Because, you know, America. That's how it is. America. How has no one else been like, uh, hola. <laughs> uh, we're looking at our telescope. No one in the world has, like, an observatory. I swear to God. I'm like, no, nobody else. I mean, I know France has one. Nobody's called up America to be like, did did you see what was in the sky? What'd we do about it? Be like, ah, it's not, it's not even gonna hit. Yeah, like Japan, like Japan, Japan, like Japan calls up America. Uh, Ohio, um, uh, just they a question. Figured out that the asteroid is all Naquita, and it's a Gould trap. This is where they figure out that the Gould like. And they're wasting all that Naquita on this project, by the way. Right? I mean, they're wasting it. I'm sure there was somebody from, like, I don't know, uh, the logistics division, like, you know, we could be using this Naquita for other things, right? Not just your crazy, you know, get rid of human scheme. Right. Also, you know, like, uh, uh, that would be extreme. If they stop a Naquita asteroid and it the way they're about to like if i were them i would keep a ship on there and i'd be like get mining y'all get mining we'll figure something out like this is good for us put some on the ship put some on the ship even if they right? got seriously like, even if they got like 500 pounds of that off the the asteroid and flew it back to earth that'd be worth more than like anything oh my god that would be what a game changer like someone like someone in a board meeting raises their hands like hey why don't we put, just make more bombs and just bomb earth why don't they because <laughs> that's not creative and they like a bit of creativity at the gold camp it's like yeah there's like some dr evil of like old ones like, you just don't get it <laughs> <laughs> uh, like kevin you just don't get it do you oh my god so during the improbable uh, meteor shower on their meteor, the countdown clock is broken. And of course, uh, Jack has to guess the right wire. The other three were for what exactly? Because he's like clicking all the wires and nothing's happening. And if he picks the wrong wire, it's going to send the impulse that uh, it, the time is up. The countdown stops. And I'm like, yeah. man, then what were the other wires doing? If you cut them and it doesn't break the circuit, <laughs> all the wires break the circuit. Yeah, wouldn't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't all the wires break the circuit? Because that's how, you know, circuitry works. Yeah. So, like, what did that do? Turn off, like, the LCD display? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the LCD uh, wire. Oops. Uh, it turned off like, the sensor. It has no guidance system. Right. You're like, oh, that's the magnets. It's starting to float a little bit. I don't like that at all. <laughs> magnets run out of <laughs> That's not good. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, magnets don't run on the circuit. Quiet, Teal. <laughs> Zip it over there. All right. Uh, they're past the fail safe, by the way, when they figure out how to disarm uh, the bomb. So that's fast. But Sam's going to shield or hyperdrive or something. The whole Earth, the whole asteroid past the Earth. I didn't really all the way get what she was talking about. <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna move it out of phase, which is 
completely impossible. <laughs> but it's not because it works. It is, <laughs> no, it's completely impossible because you need the right. Look, I'm not a science person. I'm not a science major, but I know that if you want to phase something, if oh. you put something out of phase and have it pass through something, you need the you need an equal amount of matter to compensate. Oh, so like that's what for hyperdrive? Because she goes, it's a hypers yeah. right in front of the planet and comes out the other end. Yeah, what? she's gonna open the the hype. Well, she's gonna open the sublight engines and pass through the Earth and put the shield around it so it can pass through the Earth, which is highly impossible. It's bonkers. It's like but us trying to make a ZPM and not using like the sun. <laughs> but guess what, though? It works. It works. <laughs> you know, because of uh, TV. Somewhere, Rodney McKay is pitching a fit because it worked. <laughs> Because he yeah. knows it shouldn't have worked. Rodney McKay is cursing somewhere <laughs> in Area 51. He's like, like I'm mad. <laughs> she did I'm feelings like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> she guessed again. Another ship called. Oh, I still love that scene, by the way. Oh, yeah, with Rodney. Oh, my. I still God. love that scene where he's like, where he's like you just guess stuff. And, he, and she's like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He's so great. Uh, so another ship calls, and it's the Tok'ra. And so now that the Tok'ra are there, they have an even bigger opportunity to mine that asteroid for all of that sweet, sweet Nakoda. Yeah, seriously. And that's the end of the episode. They don't tell you if they collect the Nakoda. They don't tell you if they make it back to the planet. They assume they do. They don't tell you. Like, yeah, it's what? like, hi, we're the Tok'ra. We're here. Goodbye. Yeah, hey, we got your message. We were in the area. What are you talking about? Space is so big. <laughs> You know what physics this is. I, I just thought of it. This is the this is supernatural physics. So space is the United States equivalent. So Sam and Dean on Supernatural, when they have to, they're in Kansas City and so there's some vampires afoot in Bar Harbor, Maine. They are there in a day. Yeah. Driving. They're driving and they're there in a day. It took me three days to drive down. Yeah, they're driving. Florida. What do you mean? They've never flown anywhere. They always drive down. And you're like, they hey, we made it. One time in season one. And there was like a infestation on that plane of a ghost or something. Sam, uh, afraid of flying. And so, yeah, they drive everywhere within a day. The Uni whole United States is one day away. And it is not. That is not true. Yeah. So I guess that applies. they drove to California. They they drove to California in one day, and California is a five day drive. It is a long ways to go, especially when Dean doesn't let Sam drive. So like maybe if they were taking it in shifts, they could get there in three. But like Sam don't let Sam drive. Or Dean don't let Sam drive. Uh, so I think the outer space is uh, behaving in the same way. So everywhere in the Milky oh, Way has is, the same physics. Is a one day. There's a. Uh, that's not our black cat. There's a tug cat just walking across my front lawn, and I was like, "Is that? Hi, kitten. Is that uh, Fernando? It's not. It's just a different tuxedo cat." <laughs> I got scared. I was like, "Someone left a window open. The cats are out." It's just a little buddy <laughs> that I love. I love it. Anyway, space, uh, you can get anywhere in the Milky Way like one day. 
because it's on supernatural physics. Mm-hmm. What are we rating? This? And you know, sublight engine. Science, science, boom, we're on the other side of the planet. Miracles happen. It can happen to you. Uh, two and a half stars. That's what I gave it. Yeah, I gave it the same thing because I was like, this is this is filler, but it was like, all right. Because and oh. also Daniel didn't really do anything. No, maybe he was off uh, I don't know, thinking about changing shows or something. His contract. Thinking about his contract somewhere. Uh the promo for next week. There's a new Shova in town. Step aside, Teal. You're not the real yeah. Shova anymore. His name is Kitano. 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 Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I wonder if that guy's going to be a filler episode. <laughs> so we get to something better. Yeah. No, this one is a little bit. This one is a little better. Oh, well, we'll see about that. We'll see. Uh, got anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. Uh, you can listen to me on Last God Standing Pod, uh, where we rate and review all the gods. Just so you know, we'll be doing an episode of that show live at Beltane Festival on May 7th. That is on Long Island in Huntington. So link in the description below. If you want to come see that podcast live, you can come to our spring festival. Oh, you're doing it live in Beltane? Yeah, so if you want to come see it happen, it's happening. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Otherwise, you can catch this podcast at ZPM Stargate everywhere on Twitter and email and uh, zpmstargate.podbean.com. Go on your podcast app and please leave us a five-star review. That would be ultimately very kind. And it's not my birthday, but you should do it anyway. Thank you. Uh, Until next week, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.